Welcome back to the channel, everyone. And if you're new here, my name is Victor. And even if you've been here before, you've never seen this because I am starting a new series that I am calling Psychocinematic. In the last few months, I've really gotten into watching random psychological thrillers. And I thought, what better thing for me to do than share my newfound passion and love for watching those movies with you guys in the form of a video podcast. And every now and then I may have a guest on here and we can talk back and forth about the movie, but today I'll be doing this solo and I won't always just exclusively cover psychological thrillers. That'll probably just be the bulk of it. But I thought what better way to kick this off than with a brand new movie and someone who is kind of king of twists and that person is M. Night Shyamalan, and we are covering the movie Old. I won't always be covering new movies because, you know, I just watch random ones on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon that, you know, might just fly under the radar. But, you know, since this is new, start with a new movie. And I wanted to make sure I didn't forget anything about this movie. So I started taking notes in the theater on a napkin <laughs> and I was going to do it on my phone because there was no one in the movies and uh, then last second a couple couples walked in and I was just like cool thank god my uh, wife had a pencil and you know I couldn't really see well in the movie theater so a lot of my notes are just written over each other and my handwriting's bad already so uh, it's a miracle I can even read this. So to get started, I would rank this movie a 7 out of 10. The movie was good. It was fun to watch. The twist was interesting. Wasn't at all what I thought was going to be the twist. And before watching this movie, I didn't check Rotten Tomatoes. And I'm sure if you're watching this, you have some sort of strong opinion about Rotten Tomatoes, whether or not you completely trust them or you're like, oh, those people don't know what they're talking about. Uh, so I didn't want to check it beforehand because I am guilty of looking at Rotten Tomatoes, even though I know their judgment can be so far off sometimes it's disgusting but I didn't want to be swayed by an opinion going into it and so after we watched the movie I was like you know my guess is that Rotten Tomatoes would give it a 55% because they kind of hate everything and I was pretty freaking close the critics gave it 49% and then the audience gave it 52% and it's just been dropping since because it was a little higher when I first checked but I looked again I didn't say this yet but you clicked on this video so you should expect spoilers all right so the next thing we're going to cover is visual effects because after all this channel is predominantly about visual effects and editing and so on so I noticed a handful of things that they definitely use visual effects for. And the one thing that really stood out as like, I can tell that's CG is the beach that they're dropped off onto. When they show the wide shots, I can tell that those rocks aren't all real. And so I decided to look up where they shot this and it was almost all in the Dominican Republic. I can't remember the name of the beach, but I started looking at pictures of the beach and there are some real rocks on that beach, but it's not as barricaded with these huge rock cliffs like in the movie. It makes me wonder if they just constantly were having to throw up green screen on the beach so that a CG artist could go in there and put all these giant boulders every time they faced that side. Sounds like a lot of work, but I mean, it kind of creates that vibe that they're going for that you are stuck here and you can't get out. And then another thing that I noticed, and I really like when movies do this, cause it always blows my mind cause I've never actually seen how it's done, is they did this one take in the very beginning of the movie where the 
the camera is going back and forth and it's shooting through a window so you can see the family in their villa at the resort that they're staying at and you can't see the camera's reflection at all and i just don't know how they do that because i know you could like content aware fill or you know like get rid of what you're seeing but like the reflections look so perfect i've I would be interested to see like a behind the scenes of editing something like that, but that was cool. And then the real cool shot that they had in there was there's a woman in there who's got a calcium deficiency. And because she's aging super quick, they have this part where she's in this cave and her bones literally just start crumbling and she turns into this nasty looking thing. Very impressive work. And I'm sure it goes hand in hand with good makeup and lighting, all that like they sold it perfectly super cool all right so now we're going to move on to the fact that they had a couple longer one take type shots i don't feel like they served any purpose other than to just add suspense and you know just that fear of not knowing what's happening there's like a for example there was a shot where this uh the camera keeps spinning around in a circle and you're seeing people talking to each other but you know you don't get to see what's behind you as it just keeps going it felt like a two minute shot at least you know it kind of adds the suspense but i felt like they were going to do more with it but then they didn't so i don't know like i always like a one take because i mean everyone has to be on point for something like that to work and uh so kudos to the entire crew and cast for doing that but I was a little confused because I thought there was just going to be more. All right. Now, this this was fun. The foreshadowing details that they had in there in the very beginning, they have like a million different foreshadowing things just while they're driving up to the resort. Like they, they just keep talking about these time references and like the daughter is singing this song and uh, the mom's like, oh, I can't wait to hear it when you're older. It's like, huh, well, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna in like a day when uh, you're pretty much on your deathbed and your daughter is like 40 years old. <laughs> Because that's the thing about this movie, you know, the whole thing is like they age super quick on this island and they determined that, let me check my notes here. Yeah, they determined that half an hour equals one year, which is insane. <laughs> that that would suck. I was writing down so many notes because I was like, every little thing could mean something. So I want to make sure that I'm not missing something. And so the shuttle that took them up to the resort, you know, it says the name of the resort on there. And it, if I'm not mispronouncing it, it was Anamika Resort. And I was like, that's gotta have some sort of significance I, I can't imagine it not and i wrote it down looked it up and boy does it have significance for this movie so anamika when i looked it up has indian and hindi origins and some of the meanings that i found online were without a name anonymous beyond boundaries and gift of god so without a name and anonymous i mean that can be played as like the stuff that they're doing here on this beach no one actually knows what they're doing they're doing it all in secret and then beyond boundaries like like they get stuck on this beach and they can't leave but then there's one key to getting off that beach which is going through the coral spoiler alert and that is the only way you can get beyond the boundary and I'm just like, God, M. Night hit the nail on the head. Like, I mean, I, I don't know how they come up with these things, which before I move on to that last meaning, this is based on a book called Sandcastle, I believe. And so maybe the writers of Sandcastle were the ones who came up with Anamika. Regardless, whoever came up with it, 
genius. And so the last one, gift of God, once you see the people who are running this beach and why they're doing it, they're talking about how that beach is pretty much a gift of God. And the whole twist is that they're testing all of these drugs on people so they can quickly find out whether or not they're going to work and find out whether or not they're actually going to cure this disease. Something else that I thought was funny, kind of like foreshadowing is they call that beach a nature preserve, which is just so funny because these people are going there, getting dropped off and absolutely not being preserved because they're dying immediately. But the the whole point of them being there is to preserve the nature of humans. They're trying to cure all these diseases, thus preserving them. Now, something else that's funny is that M. Night acts in this movie. He is the one who drives the shuttle to take them to the beach. And he's also the one spying on them from up on a mountain. And it's really funny because he is looking through a camera towards the beach and, you know, it's a close up of him. And I see written on the camera, you know, I'm because I'm trying to check out what camera it is. It says D100. I'm like, D100. It's like, that must be a Nikon because I don't know what that is. And I look it up. Sure enough, it's a Nikon. And the body was like a hundred bucks, which is really funny because it's like, <laughs> you're making this big movie. You're a filmmaker. And, you know, like everyone roasts people for having Nikon and it's like, you know, maybe if you had a Canon or Sony, you wouldn't have let those people slip and escape. You thought they drowned, but they didn't. So it's like Nikon, not the move. <laughs> I'm totally joking. If you have an Nikon and like it. All right. Now the ultimate thing, comparing it with other M night Shyamalan movies. And surprisingly, I haven't seen a ton of M nights movies. I, I want to see signs. I still have yet to do it. I'm going to see it, but haven't yet. So the ones I have seen that I wrote down are I've seen the happening split avatar. The last airbender arguably his best work. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't freak out. The Visit, Wayward Pines, which he executive produced. And then this one blew my mind. He did the screenplay for Stuart Little. He was probably like, oh my God, talking mouse, that's a twist in itself. <laughs> but anyways, comparing old with all those other movies, I'd say it fits right in. If it's like, if you like M. Night movies, I don't see why you wouldn't like this one. But you know, he seems to be a polarizing filmmaker to where it's like you either love him or you hate him. Now, one last thing before I wrap this up, the two survivors from that beach are the brother and sister from the main character family. They figured they have a few more hours left on that beach until they inevitably die. They decide to give up trying to get off that beach and just be kids again, build a sandcastle. And that's when they figure out how to get off that beach because they decode a message that the little boy, now adult, got from the kid that he met at the resort who is like the nephew of the guy running the whole operation. And that decoded message said, uncle doesn't like the coral, which provided them protection to break the barrier and get off of this beach. Now, the deeper philosophical meaning that I got from it was that you can focus on the fact that your existence will eventually come to an end or, you know, worrying about, you know, maybe in like, relatable to our lives, work and money, retirement, all this stuff, like you can worry about all that stuff and you will still have the same result, which is death. But it, when you put all that to the side and you just enjoy life. So for them, that's being a kid that sets you free and, you know, then leads you to 
an enjoyable life or longer life or, you know, whatever it may be that that was a kind of meaning that I was getting from it. And whether or not he planned to do that, I thought that was really cool. All right, and that is all I got for you guys today on Old. I hope you guys enjoyed this video and I would be interested to hear down below in the comments if there's any psychological thriller you think that I should cover next. Um, I'll definitely consider them. I do have a few that I've already seen that I will be watching again because I really want to share them with you. And I'll be paying even closer attention now that I'm seeing it a second time. I'll probably pick up on more things. And I think this is going to be a sweet series. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you haven't already, I would love for you to subscribe to this channel. Thank you for watching. I'll see you in the next one.